While the Tsimitsi are the soul of the Sabbat and La Sombra are the heart, the brain of the sect is the regent. Yet in a massive war machine like the Sword of Cain, even the most brilliant mind can only vainly attempt to point its body in the right direction as it causes untold death and destruction in its wake. The regent of the Sabbat is Melinda Galbraith, a Torador anti-tribute who took the seat once the previous regent, Gorkist, was assassinated in the 1860s. Galbraith had been a Sabbat long before that, and even before she became regent, she was one of the most powerful members of the sect. She is one of the children of Helena, the very same Methuselah who resides in Chicago and who has been waging a quiet, personal jihad against the Bruja Menele for hundreds of years. Indeed, Melinda was embraced in Spain during the 12th century as Helena was still pursuing her ancient foe. She was bound to her sire strongly, treated as a slave, a disposable weapon for the Methuselah to wield and discard as she saw fit. As Cortés traveled across the oceans, the two joined his conquistadors, fighting alongside them as Helena sought to find and slay the Bruja she was chasing. Yet something caught her attention, and she abandoned Melinda in Mexico, telling her to stay put, yet never returning. Eventually the Sabbat came, however, and the frustrated Torador was more than happy to join them, especially after they offered a way for her to break the bond of her sire. Because of her age, ruthlessness, and power, Galbraith soon rose to become archbishop of the city that would become Mexico City eventually even ascending to the position of cardinal over Central America as Gorkis decided to move the capital of the Sabbat into Mexico City. Galbraith received a position on the consistory, the advisors of the regent, and during the American-Mexican War in the 1840s, as the Camarilla took large parts of the Sabbat territory, Gorkis, with the help of Galbraith, kept order in Mexico City and eventually managed to put a stop to the internal conflicts that allowed the Camarilla disadvantage. Yet while Gorkist in many ways strengthened the Sabbat and was crucial in the establishment of both the Sabbat Inquisition and the formalization of the Black Hand's operations within the sect, he was assassinated in the 1860s, and Galbraith quickly stepped up to claim the seat for herself. The entire process of this is not known to all vampires, and some kindred believe that Galbraith diabolized Gorkist as late as 1933, but most Sabbat Cainites know the true story. As the borders were more firmly drawn by the end of the 19th century, Melinda Galbraith found that the role of regent allowed for little travel. She often found herself forced to entertain the masses, showing herself to whatever pack of Sabbat had journeyed to New Mexico to meet the leader of the sect. Sometimes it was worth it, but as time passed she more and more felt like she was a symbol more than a ruler. In Europe, the sentiment was similar, and the European Sabbat had never quite gotten over Gorkist's decision to have the sect's capital in the New World. Galbraith, they argued, was far too busy entertaining guests and holding elaborate rite to rule. Yet she would prove them wrong as her strategic mind shifted powers around the continent well enough that the Sabbat, at places, both resisted and overtook the Camarilla. Galbraith excelled at diplomacy, and where that failed, Jalan Ajav would step in and deal with it how he knew best. It was brutally effective. Her close relationship with the Seraph of the Black Hand turned out lucrative. The Black Hand is, without doubt, one of the most efficient and deadly arms of the Sabbat movement, and through Jalan Ajav, Galbraith had access to information far above what most other leaders within the sect had. 
Through his well-trained agents, she would maneuver the pieces, rid herself of unwanted rivals, and silence critical voices. Yet in 2001, during the celebrations of the largest Palagrande thrown in several decades, Galbraith was killed. Right before the celebrations began, the regent had scheduled several meetings with important Canites. The very last guest on this list was Zachary Sikorsky, a young Tsimitsi from New York who, before his embrace, had made a living as a drag queen, working the circuits and the cabarets. He was the regent's personal tailor, both of flesh and cloth, and was also quite known amongst his peers for his spot-on impersonation of Galbraith. When Zachary arrived, he found her ashes and an arcane symbol painted on the wall, and he realized that from that moment on, he was doomed. The Torador had been murdered, and he would be blamed for it. It was the easiest solution, nobody actually cared who the killer was, as long as someone got punished. With only a moment to spare, Zachary decided that he would impersonate the regent for the remainder of the night and then slip out unnoticed once things calmed down. Yet they never did, and for months, and eventually years, Zachary continued this charade, horrified that someone would see through his pretenses. And someone did, of course. Both Jalan Ajav and Vasantasina, a highly influential Mulcavian of the sect, realized that Zachary was impersonating the regent, but they let him keep pretending, using him as a mouthpiece to pursue their own agenda in the sect. And it worked, for 17 years. Galbraith had always been a student of Gehenna lore, finding the topic fascinating, and her library had been a long sought-after treasure trove of the legendary Nautist scholar Beckett. When he received a personal invitation to celebrate a Palagrande in Mexico City, he journeyed there with Lucita de Aragon, the child of the deceased Moncada, who had since then joined the Sabbat as well. On their way to meet the regent, however, an explosion shook the hotel where the event was taking place, and Zachary Sikorsky was no more. The Gehenna Crusade, which at the time were moving into full motion, had no more plans or room for the imposter. It is to this day not known who killed Melinda Galbraith. There are, of course, many theories, some even speculating that Galbraith wasn't killed, but rather staged it, and that she did so by order of an ancient Bali Methuselah said to have been resting beneath Mexico City. Others suspect that the murder was performed by one of Galbraith's many rivals, some of whom are now vying for power over the Sabbat. As for who ultimately ascended to Regency, we don't know, but in the modern nights, Mexico City is no longer the capital of the Sabbat. Indeed, it is not even Sabat, having been taken by the Camarilla under the guidance of one Fiorenza Savona, a recently embraced Ventru whose experience navigating the political minefield of the mortal world is only surpassed by her ambitions to ascend as high as she might in the ivory tower. The Sabat, as it stands, is a shadow of its former self. With the La Sombra abandoning the sect for the Camarilla, and their elders drawn to the Gehenna Wars in the Middle East, who can tell if the Sword of Cain will be sharpened by these trials, or if the steel is so brittle that it will break in a thousand pieces.